One, two, three, four. Hello, hurricane. You're not enough. Hello, hurricane. You can't silence my love. I've got doors and windows boarded up. All your dead fury is not enough. You can't silence my That's right. You That's can't right. silence my love because this is American Brews and Tunes. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity <laughs> Zippity doodah is what they say. Zippity doodah way. Zippity doodah hey hey hey. Well, welcome back to American Brews and Tunes. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse zippity doo Titus. Well, we all got great middle names. I just choose to keep mine as That is, a secret. Uh, for everyone wondering, that is my middle name. It says so on the uh, It's Even on my license. driver's license, it says Jesse zippity doo Titus. Classic. My parents did not get it from that one ridiculous song. I love that song. Zippity doo da, zippity hey. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine coming my way. Zippity doo da, zippity hey. Anyways, um, welcome again to a another fun episode. This is a one-off. It sure is. Um, it's a special one. This is episode number fifty. Yeah, we're we're middle aged. Episode fifty. Oh well, I guess we're middle aged at forty technically, right? Yeah, we had this, had this discussion earlier when what, we were trying to figure what out what over, over the, the hill, hill was. Yeah, and we discovered that it is forty. We did discover that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're good at discovering things. Yeah, better. with the help of our with little Google. rectangular devices we call phones. Google. Google. Google it. Anyways, uh, like I said before, this is a one-off episode, so we're going to be reviewing one album and trying this one, one beer. Singular, well, it's one beer. Yeah. Same beer. Yeah, and for, for episode 50, we wanted to pick an album that we're both very fond of. Yes. Um, so we very easily came to the uh, agreement, came to the conclusion. Conclusion. Uh, Agreement, yeah. Yeah, we... We We'd easily decided. Yeah, we we decided... Upon this album. Yes, upon this album. Which album, you might ask? Switchfoot. The album is Hello Hurricane. Hello Hurricane! Or if for those could, of you who, who like to pronounce it even better, it's called Hello Hurricane. Hurricane. Yeah, Hurricane. Like shuriken. What's that mean? Shuriken. What is that? You don't know what that is? No, I have no idea. Did you make that up right now? No, a throwing star. It's like a ninja throwing star. Oh. A shuriken. Or like that pickle, a gherkin? Gherkin? Gherkins? A little mini gherkin? What? It's a pickle. Pickle? Yeah. Sea pickle? Um, Cucumber pickle? <laughs> a, nor- a normal pickle? A normal pickle, yeah. I didn't need any. So is it, it's a different flavor besides dill or I have no idea. I, I would just see, like, they're in jars. They're called mini gherkins, and they're just, like, little tiny pickles that are probably, like, an inch long. I need to look this up. Yeah, look I have it up. no idea. Um, but anyway, so that's the album we're going to be reviewing. We we love that album quite a bit, and we so sure do. we hope you like that album. Um, if you know a lot about it, or whether you don't know anything about it, we're going to review review it for you and encourage you to listen to it as well. Um, but let's oh. let's take a, a quick little break from the the music. Are, did you find what a gherkin is? Yeah. What uh, what do you see? Little little baby. I know gherkins? what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled weird though. It's G H E R K I N S. Yeah, gherkins. Gherkins. Yeah. Does it look like a cartoon pickle almost? Uh. Not in that picture. Oh. Well, regardless, it's 
There anyway, you go. I, I, I do know what you're talking about. Here's a good image of it. Look yeah. at those tiny little pickles. We'll find a picture and put it on the website Maybe. at bruisingtudespodcast.com. Check it out. Check um, it out. Hey. Anyways, let's let's, uh, let's go over figure to the out beer what the beer portion. Is. Yeah. Now we reviewed uh, brew, brews from this brewery many times. It's from Bearded many Iris, times. one of our favorite Nashville breweries. Yes, shout out Bearded Iris. Um, we up? love their New England style IPAs and their big decadent stouts. Yes, um, and this Which, is neither actually. Yeah, I know. It's that's one of the reasons why we got it. Yeah, it's still an IPA. Don't get me wrong. So, but it's not a New England IPA. Yeah, so it's aptly named what? It's called Chaos Theory. Yeah, um, it's throwing a whole wrench into the, their whole business plan that's part of it but also at the frist museum in nashville there's some type of chaos exhibit i don't really know what it is Oh, really okay and so they're all they're selling this at the frist as well that's pretty cool Um, yeah the only reason i know this is because of their instant gram post their instant gram i don't know all the details i'm just going by what that is um, if you all it says on the Instagram, if Ian's come to Nashville, check out the Frist Museum. I can't vouch for if it's good or not, but it seems like it's good. I've never been there. If yous um, come down to Nashville, hey, yous, you don't say yous. I've heard someone in Minnesota say yous. Were they from Minnesota? Yeah, I never, I never say it either. But well, that's a weird thing to say. Are you I'm sure? Pretty sure not from... I'm pretty sure people in Minnesota just say you guys. That's what I always said anyway. You guys. Yeah, but if you're sense. from the south, you say you all or you all as they y'all. Apostrophe. That's what they say, y'all, y'all, y'all. Y'all Anyways. come back now here. Y'all come back now. Bearded Iris. Like I said, though, this is it's called the Chaos Theory, Chaos and theory. it's just an IPA, not New England style IPA, just an IPA. Is this a type of hop? Idaho Seven. It must be. Maybe it's like an experimental hop. Idaho. Okay, so the I guess the the hops in this are Idaho Seven, Mosaic, and Citra. So that sounds very intriguing. Intriguing. Intriguing, interesting, undeniably curious. Uh, how many more? How many more synonyms could I figure out for that word? I don't know, but as you're as racking your brain for that, synonyms, I'm going to read you the description of this beer. Okay, go for it. It says a pandemonium of Citra, Mosaic, and Idaho Seven collide into bursts of grapefruit, crushed pineapple, and resinous pine. An unexpected departure from our from our usual New England IPA. But with a the same nuanced patterns of round balanced juiciness. That, I'm that sounds so good. Excited. I'm just not sure what to expect if like from a non New England style IPA from them. Whenever I hear uh, the two descriptors, red grapefruit and resinous pine, that I, makes me think of West Coast style. That's what I think of too. And it makes me get very excited yeah. because I love that. So let's crack these bad boys and uh, pour them out and see what we can see. Sounds good. Here we go. Since this isn't a New England style IPM, I'm completely expecting it to not be hazy like their other ones. I'm not necessarily Ooh. saying it's going to be 100% see-through, but um, I'm expecting to see to the other side of the, the glass fairly easily. So for those of you who normally uh, drink beer from the same brewery, normally there's like a, a general quality that the beer would have, like in terms of smell, taste. Like they'll usually use a certain kind of grains. Yeah, the, and then like that hops. will be... Certain kinds of what yeast. it tastes like, yeah. And it, it, so, like Stone has a very unique taste throughout all their beers that connects them all. Uh, Surly and Minneapolis, even does. the water source that they they'll take from will will affect the, the flavors of all their beers. Yeah, yeah. And I believe Bearded Iris does as well. Yeah. And if you smell this beer, Steve, you can smell it. It smells like Bearded Iris. And in fact, when you walk it into really their brewery, it, it even smells like that, doesn't it? Yeah. When you walk into their brewery, you can even smell it. Like it's just in the air at the brewery. Can you smell the hops tonight? 
the peace the evening brings. Our beers for once in perfect harmony in our mouths soon to be. Well, now I've, after that beautiful ballad, I've officially poured my beer, and I, here. like I said, I expected it to be not crystal clear, but like I said, you, you, I wanted to be able to see through the the glass pretty pretty good. It's still it's, it's, you can definitely see. Well, you can't really see through. It's more it. see through than all the other beers we've had from yeah, them, but it's yeah. still a little hazy. In all honesty, yep. So and maybe that's just what bearded Irish does best. Well, they do. So well, you know, we'll let's, see. Let's give we'll it the, the toast, uh, our, our favorite motto, and then let's let's try this. I'm really excited. So am I. I'm very excited. Well, as we always say in American uh, if, you guys, if you guys are imbibing, now's the time. Bring, bring up your glass and say our magic word with us. Ooh, that is delicious. Wow. It, it's uh, definitely not thick. No, it's not thick, and it doesn't have the, the lactose, like, creamy sweetness to it. Yeah. Um, it's... I wouldn't say even necessarily resinous in the way that they were talking. It's more resinous, more resinous than, than their than other, their other ones, ones. Way obviously. less sweet, but they're right. The juiciness is definitely still there. The, I'm, I'm tasting more of the crushed pineapple than the grapefruit. I would agree, but I can tell the grapefruit's there. I can, I'm, I'm getting the notes. They kind of, ooh, I just got a little bit of an afternote of the grapefruit. In your, uh, in your hot burp? In my burp and in my mouth. Really in the burp, though. Oh, me too. I just had a little just baby burp. burp. Did you, yeah. Do you taste the Delicious. Grapefruit? Yeah. And yeah. this this clocks in at six point eight percent alcohol. That's yeah, not that bad. So that's higher than what you, probably your average Budweiser or whatever. So well, it's definitely higher. But it's than lower than Budweiser. most of the ones you have from from bearded Iris. Yeah, they're normally, normally like eight like percent or, or more. Eight. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't say crushable, but more crushable than this, maybe some of their double IPAs. Yeah. In my book, this is a winner. So this far. is a winner. I would get this again. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like this, the home style. Uh, so many good beers from them that I would get yeah. again. Uh, shall we? Well, well, I guess, like we always say, if the beer tastes different to us as it warms up, we'll let you know. Otherwise, we're going to dive yeah. into this album. I'm kind of hoping that the grapefruit comes through as it warms up. I'm sure it will. Well, hope we'll it does. see. We'll see. Anyways, on to this album, Hello 2009's Hello Hurricane by the, the critically acclaimed Switchfoot. Yes. The Grammy award-winning award Switchfoot. Switch. Uh, this album did win a Grammy yes, for did. the best rock gospel album. Yep. I wouldn't even call this a gospel album. It, I don't think so either. But they're a they're not a I w- I don't know if we quali- like qualified this in the last episode where I reviewed a Switchfoot album, but I wouldn't call them a Christian band. Mm-mm. They're a band that just happens to be Christian. They started off on Dove Sparrow no Sparrow Records, Sparrow, which is a Christian. They record. They started off on a Christian label, uh, but then they eventually ditched that because they thought it was limiting. Limiting, yeah. Them, and it limits your audience too. In general. It limits your limits your audience and limits There's, what you can. St- write about there's nothing wrong with being on a christian label if, if you're like a, a gospel band doing. or like if that's your audience there's nothing wrong with that but that wasn't switchfoot's goal so they they yeah. left to pursue what they wanted to pursue yeah now they well for the last few records i believe for maybe for this one too they recorded in their own studio yeah and they then did. atlantic does beautiful letdown was the, their own studio and then yeah the, and then a bunch of professional stuff and then they fronted the bill and did they, this one for hello hurricane was their own yeah and then they just send it off to i believe it's atlantic for distribution, for distribution and whatnot mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool that they have the freedom to do that it's like blink 182 yeah they did on their last record yeah yeah they it's nice when you're in, they're, you're in a good place as, as a band when you can do that yeah for yeah. sure anyways shall we dive in yeah well or should we give a little history about this record sure our history of our our of, our, what we experienced with this album. And now we will delve into the history yeah. of this record 
as it pertains to, to Jesse us. and Steven. Well, I, I'm fairly positive I said it on the last podcast, but I'm going to say it again. I used to love Switchfoot growing up when I was taking guitar lessons as a sixth grader or seventh grader, whenever you, year that was. Did you learn Meant to Live then? I learned Meant to Live, yeah. and I didn't even know who Switchfoot was. Uh, the album hadn't even come out yet. My guitar teacher heard it on the radio and was like, this is a cool song. So he taught oh, it to really? me. And he's not a, I don't even know if he was a Christian dude. He just liked the guitar line. Yeah. Um, like he normally was like an ACDC kind of guy. Uh, so we learned that, and I was like, I have to buy the CD so I can play along. Yeah. So I waited for it to come out, and I, I bought it and played along. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then when the next album came out, which was... Uh, Lonely... I mean, Nothing Is Sound. Nothing Is Sound. I pre-ordered that at Family Christian Bookstore, because oh. if you pre-ordered it, you got uh, Learning to Breathe with oh, it. Oh, with it? Okay. Yeah, so... That was their second album. I think third. Either second or third. Third. It, it, had, uh, third. it had Dare You to Move on it. Oh, yeah, and then they redid that for Beautiful yeah. Letdown. Um, but with Nothing Is Sound, they there was the label put some weird anti-piracy thing on the record, so you couldn't yep. rip it onto your computer. Like, like I was starting to use iPods heavily at the time, and so I wanted to put the, the CD onto my iTunes and onto my iPod, but they prevented that with their stupid yeah, it's so, piracy it's layer. So and weird. Switchwood didn't even know about it. They yeah. were upset. They were very so, upset about it. But I didn't know that at the time. I was just like, it doesn't work. I hate this CD, so I stopped listening to them. <laughs> That's too bad because that CD is really good. Yeah. It's one I, of my favorites. From I really haven't delved into it too much since since then. I'm I'm gonna go back and, and listen to it eventually. But I was pissed off for lack yeah. of a better word. And then college came good. around, and uh, Switch was coming to the Ches Arena, which is yep. a, a skating roller arena that's turned into a music venue in Pittsburgh, uh, yep. Cheswick, PA to be exact. And Jesse told me and some of our buddies, "Let's go see Switchfoot. And I was like, "Okay, they're good. I haven't listened to them for a while." Yeah. And it was the Hello Hurricane tour. And the, they blew me out of the water. Their live show was so good. I was like, yeah. wow, what have, why haven't I listened to this band? What's <laughs> wrong with me? Um, so Jesse gave me all their music on a flash drive. Yep. And instead of listening to it all and letting it sink in, I only listened to Hello Hurricane. Okay. Because that so, was a tour. That, that was a tour. That, that was, around. yeah. So I, I re- recognized a lot of songs. And I yeah. really love this album. Since then, I have delved into more of their albums. Yeah. Um, but Hello Hurricane is by far and large my favorite of theirs. Is the next one you've delved into most, uh, their most recent album? Yes, yeah. uh, which is where the light shines through. Yeah, either that, and then what's the one that has dark horses? Vice versa. I've listened to Vice Versus quite a bit, and I've listened to Beautiful Letdown quite a bit. Yeah. Other than that, there are other ones I've listened to a few times through, but haven't yeah. delved in too much. And I guess I'll say that Switchfoot has been my one of my favorite bands since uh, I first heard Meant to Live when I was at some camp uh, when I was younger. I heard that song, and I was like, "Who is that? This is great." And then ever since then, I pretty much have just always listened to every Switchfoot album and seen them whenever I could, mostly at a uh, Sunshine um, Festival, the Sunshine Festival in Wilmer, Minnesota, where my cousins lived. Luckily, they lived on They used they used to live there. They don't live there anymore. So you go visit them and then go to the show. Yeah, they live on they lived on Lake Andrew. And Ah, so we go there, go tubing and whatnot, and then go see Switchfoot. Well, they we also saw other bands, but Switchfoot was definitely part of the act. Was the main reason that I went, or why? Well, I also wanted to see my family. Both so, are good reasons to go to Wilmer. Yeah. So, needless <laughs> to say, I've I've been following them yeah. since I was a little a wee lad. I definitely like Switchfoot, but I think you like them a little more than I do. They're your. Yeah. The, I am to Blink One Two as you are to Switchfoot, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Except I like Blink One Two way too much. So clearly, yeah, I think you doesn't. like Blink One Two more than I like Switchfoot. I think I like Blink One Two more than anyone likes anything. That's debatable. That's possible. That's actually very possible. I'd say there's probably an 80% chance that that's true. I do like Blink-182. 
You guys, Maybe there's an 82 You guys have, chance. there's a 182% chance. <laughs> you guys have no idea. When I see mile markers 182 on the highway, I'm like, oh, yes, I got to get a picture. But then it goes by. Yeah, too fast because yeah. you're already going like 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, if I'm like getting off at exit 182, <laughs> oh. Oh, man. You best believe that's a good exit. <laughs> do you get the chills? Yeah, I do. You like are going up the ramp, you're like, Oof. The best day of my life was when I had 182 Blink-182 songs in my iTunes catalog. <laughs> but of course, I, I got more Blink-182 material in the yeah. song number one up. But it was a good while it lasted, you know? Yeah. Um, shall we dive into the album? We shall. Yeah. Um, I will clarify this at the beginning. Every single song is great. I'm going to give my ratings just because I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm um, probably not going to recommend any because I... It'd be too difficult for me to choose. I'm going to recommend four. Okay. I, I think there are no skippers on this album, but I'm going to give my rating just because I think my rating system is fun. And I'm sure your recommendations will... I would probably recommend Probably overlap a little bit, maybe. I would probably recommend the same ones, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's start off with the first song, which is called Needle and Haystack Life. I recommended it. In this needle And I gave it a, a rating of life. Cat 5. Cat 5? Yeah, like a Category 5 hurricane. <laughs> oh! Oh, so you literally just said cat in front of the, because it was the next one down category four? Well, I believe cat five is the highest rating for a hurricane. Yeah, so is the next one cat four? Probably, but I, I don't care. <laughs> I could have gotten cat ten if I wanted to, but I wanted to be... You, uh, want, you want to be accurate. I want to be accurate. Okay, I got you. So cat five, this this one will destroy your house. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up the, 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 the dog and the wife and the kids and... Vacate the premises. We got a Cat 5 coming in. Yeah, vacate the premises. We got a Cat 5 coming in. <laughs> but Needle and Haystack Life is a really, really good uh, opener to the album. Yeah, it is. Um, it's not really like anything else on the album. and not. Would you say it's it's similar to anything else on their previous records? Um, it kind of has a little bit of departures, a, a little bit. But I mean, there are some parts really. that are reminiscent of their uh, old stuff. I think... Let's see. I don't think there's anything too similar to it. Um, from this album, the previous album was a... Uh, uh, that one album, okay, gra- oh gravity, oh gravity, yeah, okay gravity, oh, which I like, oh gravity, but yeah, it's... it was oh gravity. But in that past album, they this album changes sound quite a bit. They have a lot more like fuzz on their guitars. The guitars are a lot heavier and more mm-hmm. chunky. There's a lot heavier and softer, and, and less. Po- it's less poppy and more like rock. Yeah, more I, just I agree. Straight with you. rock, and even get, sometimes getting into like punk rock a little bit too. I can see that in only a couple of the songs, yeah. but but this song is is such a great start to the the album. Like I said, it really is. Yeah. It comes in, you think it's going to be real heavy, and then it kind of cuts out, and it's got this little electronic drum beat while he's singing, and it's all yeah. nice and soft until they get to the chorus, and the chorus is huge with the double time on the hi-hats, yep. and the harmonies, in this needle and haystack life. Yep. He doesn't say it like that. Life. Life. No, he doesn't say that. No, but, but yeah, oh, the song. the song's message a, is also good. Yes, it is. It's about how, you're, how everybody is... I guess everybody's You're a needle girl in a haystack world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are once in a lifetime. Yeah, we're once in a lifetime, yeah. Great message. Well, Switchfoot always has great positive messages. And that's what... Well, I'm not... <laughs> I was going to say that's what differentiates them with other uh, Christian bands. But no, <laughs> they've got good messages too. It's just they're a band that's Christian, so they're not like saying, Praise the Lord. Let's praise the praise Lord. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. This song's talking about how everyone's like... Everyone everyone's is like... unique worth, and has worth. Has worth, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got inherent worth. Yeah, and all of their their songs have great messages, and they're they're not all, they're not preachy. Yeah, some of their songs are, are are a little more religious, but they're not always like on the nose. Yeah, and that's that's what I really like about them because I don't believe that you need to say God in a song for for it to have like spiritual meaning. No, 
at all. It doesn't even have to be a religious song to have spiritual meaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every song has its place. Religious, secular, and everything in between. Everything in between. Even the McDonald's theme song has a, a place. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> that was really bad harmonies. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Anyway, uh, let's move on to track number two, which is called Mess With yeah. Me. It's my second recommendation. Oh, I definitely would recommend this song, Cat too. Cat Five. Cat um, Five. This is what Jesse was talking about with the fuzzy guitars. <laughs> and how would you classify, like, a fuzzy guitar for someone who doesn't know, like, tones too terribly well? Um, if you were to think of, like, the most popular song that's got fuzz. Oh, uh, well, think of any, like... Led Zeppelin or, Mostly like or Jimi Hendrix? Any Jack White song. Jack White, or like any, White like, Stripes? Um, Black Keys. Um, how about, what's their what big popular song? Um, Who? Uh, White, uh, Black Keys. I mean, I'm sorry, White Stripes. White Stripes. Um, Seven Nation Army. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Or Icky Thump, either of those. Yeah. If you think of that guitar tone that, that's on any White Stripes yeah, song. Yeah, Jack White. His tone. His tone is, is very usually fuzzy. very fuzzy. Jimi Hendrix has a lot of fuzz often. Not as much as this, as this though. But he's got the original fuzz. True, yeah. He used the original... The uh, big old fuzz, fuzz face. face. Yeah. yeah. The big giant one that's like the same Huge. size as a plate. Yeah. But this is a great song, Mess of Me. Uh, yeah, it really is. The, the title gives a accurate representation of what the I song's made about. I a mess of me. I want to get I back to the rest of me. I want to reverse this tragedy. I made a mess of me. I made a mess of me. I want to live the rest of my life alive. So, yeah, like, so he's, he's made some same. bad choices. He screwed up. Yeah. But... Wants we, to we spend all the rest of his life alive. Yeah. Using that to explain that he wants to make the most of every moment or something yeah. like that. This is like a rock and roll, almost bluesy sounding, like the form. I am my own affliction. Scooping up into the notes, like almost hitting the blue note a little bit. I am my own disease. Great melodic choices. Ain't no drug that they could sell. No, there ain't no drug to make me well. There ain't no drug. Great song. Great song. Very great. I remember... I don't think I can't remember if they played Needle and Haystack when we saw them on this tour. They might have. They definitely played Mess of Me. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, I and like this. For all of you people who really like who are, are like into gear, like guitar gear, uh, the guitar that John Foreman plays on this song is a is an old silver tone guitar. For with, all for with all with of uh, you, lipstick pickups. For all of you who aren't into gear, he plays a cool guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives it, it nice. It gives his guitar like a really interesting tone. Yeah, it does. In my it's opinion, it's a nice it it's a nice tone. Yeah, and he can dial it in well. Mm-hmm. Moving on to one of their most popular songs, maybe the the most successful song off of this album. Track number three is called yep. "Your Love Is a Song." It's my third recommendation. Oh. Cat five. The first three are our wow. recommendations. <laughs> it's a it's a solid album. I don't want to say it's it's front loaded. But the first three just happen to be among my favorites. Yeah, I don't think it's front-loaded at all. But No, because it's a very balanced album, I think. The sequence yeah, is and great. This, and this this song is the first song that's kind of a little bit more dialed back. It's not as heavy. It's it's more ballady. And, I, I yeah. wouldn't call it a ballad, but it's, it's not slower. not really ballady, but I know what you mean by that. Though. Um, I've heard the song on the radio. I've heard it, uh, yeah. I think it was in the TV show One Tree Hill. Um, but the chorus is so great. Ooh, your love is a symphony all around me. Running through me. When we saw them live on the Hello Hurricane tour, didn't he talk about like thinking of like the string theory that we're all connected before we yeah. introduced this song? I thought that was cool. Like, that, yeah. like how like the moving of strings, like a symphony, mm-hmm. like we're all in the symphony. Yeah. Um, this song is about love. I'm pretty sure it's well, a spiritual yeah. love, but yeah, but you can also you interpret, can interpret it, it as just regular love as well. 
But it's, oh, this song is so good. I, I get the goosebumps when I hear the chorus of this one. It's just so good. Yeah, it really is. I have nothing bad to say about it. Mm-hmm. Moving on to track number four, which is called The Sound, parentheses, John M. Perkins Blues. Yep. I gave it Cat 5, but didn't recommend it. Okay. Uh, it's another, like, rock, rock, heavy yeah. rocker song. Yep. More fuzz song. guitar. More fuzz guitar, yep. Um, for those of you who don't know who John M. Perkins is, he's a civil rights activist. Yep. I, uh, author, is he a pastor? A, a author, I believe he was a Religious figure of some sorts. I believe he was a pastor, yeah. Um, yeah. But he, he had a lot to do with the civil rights movement yeah. back in the day. A lot um, to do he was with very it. active. He's still um, active. I, I believe he's still yeah, alive. Yeah, but I, I mean, like when like the like fifties, sixties, when stuff was getting crazy, he was yeah, right he in was there. very active then. Yeah, um, but he came to Geneva College where Jesse and he I did, went. Yeah. And we went to which see him speak. Really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, but this song uh, references um, him. I got his book there, which is what this song is based off of. Uh, mm-hmm. Let justice roll down. I believe is what yeah. the song, the book's called. Yeah, and there's one line he says in this song that I like. I don't know if he's referencing John Perkins. I'm. I'm assuming very strongly that he's referencing john perkins because he says yeah. john perkins said it right love is the final fight yeah and i love that line yeah uh, it's pretty spot on with i mean what switchwood always is kind of it's preaching about, in, their, yeah. in their music is, yep. is love just love everyone yep. loves the uh, is the final fight final fight yeah don't hate love uh have you ever you ever hear about uh ringo star he um, drums for the beatles well yeah i did yeah. hear that but no. there was a there was like one video of him Whenever like the internet first started coming out, uh, he made this video and put it up online and was like telling all of his fans to stop sending him stuff to sign. <laughs> and he was like, after this day, or I can't do his accent, but he's like, after this day, I'll do it. After this day, I will no longer be I signing no things be and si- sending them back. Signing things and sending them back. He was like, don't send me anything. Don't or send else. me anything. Or something or else. like that. And he was like. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. That's so <laughs> what random. Said after that? What, what, had, what did this have to do? Oh, just love? love. I, yeah, I just heard love and I thought of that video. I'd like to see that video one day. Ringo's yeah. a, a gem. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, yep. Track number five is called Enough to Let Me Go. I give it Cat 5. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. It is. It's another soft song. So like uh, track three was soft. Four was heavy. Four was heavy. Track five, uh, five soft, soft again. Song. So the sequencing is really good in this album. Yeah, and this is one song where it doesn't actually have like a humongous climax. No, the choruses. Which do most you of the love songs. Me yeah, which most of the songs do. Um, so I think this this song might it, not be a lot of people's it, favorites. It pulls the dynamic range in significantly. Yeah, I believe it. It increases the d- dynamic range of the whole album. Though. Yeah. So I think you it's don't have necessary. the the restrained verse and the big chorus. It's all kind of insane. all kind of restrained. Yeah. Uh, moving on to track number six, which is called Free. I gave it Cat 5. Free! You're free to rate this however you so choose, but I rated it Cat 5. <laughs> free! I love the, the, the first... Come um, set me free! Just the first line. It's kind of like this this little drum roll and this like guitar line. Dun, da, dun, da, dun, da, dun, dun. He's like, I've got my back against the wall! Yeah. And it's just he, like he goes up there. And it's yep. Every time he, he hits that, I'm like... Yeah, John. <laughs> you do have your back against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I like hear any of these songs and I hear him hit those high notes, I'm like, oh, mm. I wish I could just wake up one day and sing his, like John Foreman. His vocal timbre, like whether he's singing soft, mid-range, or high, is just so good. Yeah. So unique, but just so good. He's got a great singing voice. He really does. Yeah. Anything else to say about Free? Nope. All right, then let's move on to track number seven, Hello Hurricane, the title track. It's my Hello last Hurricane, recommendation. Last, yeah, I kind of figured. Might be my favorite Switchfoot song of all time. Okay. Um, just, I, I love the the music. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very melodically pleasing and catchy. The message is 
is phenomenal. Um, the chorus is "Hello Hurricane, you're, you're not, not enough. enough." Hello Hurricane, you can't silence my love. Yeah, uh, which is just a, a great. You can take it literally because it I think it was inspired by Katrina. Yeah, it was inspired by Katrina. Yeah. Um, but you can take this for anything in life when yeah. things are bad. They can't silence your love. If you, as long as you got love, you can overcome anything. Yeah. Uh, and I got a tattoo based on this song. Well, yeah, you did. Uh, it's it's kind of a, a mix between this song and Angels and Airwaves, the band, yeah. Tom yep. DeLonge's side project or main project. Who knows? Yeah, you got that, that lettering with yeah. the word love. Because they, they right? had an album called Love, and they, yeah. they wrote the, I got the lettering from that, but I replaced the O with the hurricane. Yeah. So yeah. the eye of the hurricane is the O. Is the O. Yeah, so, so hurricanes, you can't silence my love. Yeah. You can silence my love. Oh, 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 and oh. As long as we don't get like in trouble for copyright stuff, you'll be able to listen to the very beginning of this episode and hear us play this song. <laughs> if you're wondering what song, it's because we had copyright issues and had to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had to yet because we're playing so many songs at the beginning of these, these uh, podcasts. Yeah, I don't really know if it's copyright issue, is it? We haven't made any money. True. So, who knows? If we ever, if people ever like get on our backs, we'll just chop the music out. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. I got my back against the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, anything else to say about Hello Hurricane? Nope. Moving on to track number eight, which is called Always. I gave this cat 4.5. It's a strong, it's a, a cat four, almost five, but not quite. Always. Much more uh, restrained song. Hello back, yep. Is there a piano in the song piano, also? Piano, yeah, piano drum. Yeah. Yep. It's a nice song, but it's. It is. Not my. I, I like the song a lot. I will never skip it, but it's not my favorite on the album. Yeah, I got you. Moving on. Yep. Track number nine, Bullet Soul. Cat I'll re- five. I'll recommend this one. Okay, good. This is a, it's a fun song. So good. High yeah. energy and the fuzz guitar are they're back. Is baby. back. Yeah. Fuzz guitar is back. And this song just has some like really like funky vibes. Like yeah, it's very very it's it's different. Like on the bridge, like they they kind of have two guitars like pan left and right like yeah. bam 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 like. Not that it sounds like that, but he just uh, listen to the song. Listen to the song. You'll Steve get it. Talking about <laughs> the chorus is is really good. It's another song where they've got the the real nice soft, uh, well not soft, but the the lower range uh, verses, and then the huge chorus, like the high yeah. energy. Like if this was live at a show and you're in the pit, you'd be bouncing around. Yeah, for yeah. sure, you definitely would be. Yeah, but sometimes it like shows where like youth groups come and stuff. It's weird in the audience. It Everyone is really weird that, yeah. Still. Everyone's like, oh, this is great. I'm loving it. What do we do at this show? Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll clap my hands. Clip, clap. <laughs> no offense to any youth group no out offense. there. <laughs> yeah, youth groups are great. Um, moving on to track number 10, which is called Yet. Yet. I gave this cat five. I like this song a lot, too. Um, There's they, a really cool acoustic version of this song. I'd like to listen to it. I think it's this song. Or no, maybe I'm thinking of Hello Hurricane. Probably Hello Hurricane. I don't know. No, it's Hello Hurricane that I'm thinking of, where Jerome, the, he normally plays keyboards and backup guitar. Uh-huh. He plays an accordion. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. But Yet is another soft song. So, yeah. like, again, the sequencing is good, a mix Haven't between that. lost me yet. I think I like the verses more than the chorus. All the stars have gone. Just that, that the melody's great. And the part that comes after the chorus, I'll sing until my heart break. Whatever that, that line is at the end of the, the yeah. chorus, I really like. But all around, great song. Yep. Nice change of pace again. Yeah. Moving on to track number 11, which is yep. called Sing It Out. 
Sing it out. Thought maybe you'd recommend it. I wasn't sure. Oh, I didn't do any recommendations. Oh, but I just okay. wanted to give Bullet Soul a shout out. Okay, fair enough. Uh, this is a great song. I gave it Cat Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's agreed. I think it's an outlier on the album. I would I would say this and the last song both are. Yeah, this one sounds like more like a John Foreman solo song. Yeah, it comes in with this. How would you classify the guitar sound? Like at the beginning, like that, um, wah, 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 like that weird droney almost. Yeah, I mean almost droney, but I don't think that droney droney gives an implication that it's like. Like a didgeridoo, yeah. No, it's not didgeridoo like, but it's it's a weird guitar sound that comes in that I don't know how to classify. Yeah, um, not feedbacky, but like it's it's weird. I know what you mean. And it's he comes in with his vocals, and there's there's almost an effect on his vocals also in the mm-hmm. in the verses at least. Um, and it's more minor sounding, like a little yeah. it's darker. Oh, I almost, so that's why you think it's kind of an outlier, because it's more minor. That, and it, it sounds like a John Foreman solo song. Yeah. But, uh, like, I almost imagine this, like, as a Western oh, yeah. sounding I'm song. I'm on the run. Yeah. I'm on the ropes this time, yeah. Where's yeah. my song? But, like, I imagine, like, a like a shootout in a Western, like, what with during the verses oh, of this that's song. What, okay. It, th- it, it gives me a way different mindset than the rest of the album. Mm. Um, until the chorus comes, and then it sounds yeah, more switch and then, then it sounds like Sing a hello- it out. Yeah, then it sounds like a Hello Hurricane Sing sound. Sing out loud. Yeah. Great song, though. And on to the last, last song. Last song, yep. I feel like uh, it's called Red Eyes. It um, is called Red Eyes. You I don't have like to feel that way. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this song's called Red Eyes. <laughs> I feel that way, too. No, I feel like this is, this is the outlier. The, comp- the one that, like... Well, this one does sound kinda, a lot different, I too. I kind of wish they would have had Sing It Out last and this song second to last, yeah. but... I gave this Cat 4. This actually might be my least favorite song on the record. I like it, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Sing whenever, It Out would have been better as the last song as opposed to Red Eyes. I guess Eyes. I'll say this. When, whenever I first listened to this album, um, whenever I listened to this song, I was like, oh. Why'd they I, put that last? Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But then as I kept listening to it, I was like, I like this song With a lot. Red Eyes. Yeah. But all in all, it's a fantastic album. It is a good album. Yeah. This album came out in 2009. Yeah. And that was my sophomore year. Of, no, junior year of high school. Well, I think it was... It, it When it came out, it was November, so it would have been senior year. It oh, was November right. yeah, of 29, yeah. so it was senior year. And it came out then, and I listened to it a whole lot. Did you listen to it as, it, like, as soon as it came out? Yeah. Nice. Immediately. I was late to the game. Um, and my buddy in high school, Austin, Austin Kroos, uh, I think you, you met his brother here, Lane. Was he also here? Was Austin also here? Well, yeah. When they, I think they both came that one yeah. time. Yeah. You met uh, him then. Yes. Uh, we played, we played in, in our youth group band and we both really loved Switchfoot or we still, still do. Yeah, he's, he's a, a, a guitar junkie. He's a guitar nerd, right? junkie. Yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah. he likes, he's the, got, he's got, uh, He's, his his tone is probably on par with Johnny. Okay, nice. Yeah, um, Johnny's our other roommate. Who's yeah, he's a, a tone nerd. Living. Yeah, he's a gearhead. Um, so, but yeah. he probably appreciates the tone on this album. Then yeah, whenever this album came out, we listened to it Maybe. quite a bit. The tone on their last album, where the light shines through. Ooh, yeah, some oh, good just, stuff it's on there. Insanely like good, the title yeah. track. Oh, well, that's probably because John Foreman started playing. Uh, 
super nice Gretsch. Yeah. We'll we'll review that album on another one off way down yeah, the road. Way down that's, the road. It's great. I want to find Hello Hurricane on vinyl. I'm having, I've had yeah. trouble finding it. I've, really? Yeah. I've seen it on YouTube, expensive. Well, um, I have a... Whenever I go to a record store, I normally look for a Switchfoot vinyl. I, I look for Hello and, Hurricane always. And normally they don't have any. Well, Grimey's in Nashville always has Switchfoot. But they have... The last time I went, they had Where the Light Shines Through, Oh Gravity, uh, Beautiful Letdown, and Nothing Is Sound. And not Hello Hurricane. Yeah. Wow. Did they like not produce any vinyl for this? They did, but I maybe they haven't done another pressing recently. I don't know. Could be. Or maybe they moved away from it. I don't know what the, what the deal was. But who knows? Who knows? Um, but Hello Hurricane, like I said, it's my favorite Switchfoot record. It, Fantastic album. Yeah, almost 10 years later, and it still holds up. Uh, I, th- I think in another 10 years, it'll still hold up just as good. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. I think they're they're going to hold up till the end of time. certainly hope so. Anyways, um, how, what do you think about the beer now that we're uh, nearing the end of the episode? You know, as it got warmer... I think more of the pineapple came out. It got sweeter and a little bit more resinousy. Resinousy? Resiny. Resiny. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, which is got kind of a, sweeter and more th- like thicker. unexpected. Not more thicker. I wouldn't say thicker. Thick. Uh, but it, it's still solid. Great thick, beer. Thicker mouthfeel to me, yeah. anyway. I'm just I'm happy with bearded iris. Yeah, bearded be- iris. You guys are champions. I believe a bearded iris is a flower. Yes. Which, I, mean, I guess, is why their that logo would, that is That would be weird, why there's like a flower on the front of it, right? A weird lopsided, That's probably what it's supposed to be. lopsided flower. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cultivate variety, am I right? Uh, you're right. Who <laughs> 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 doggy? Classic. That was quite the burp. Um, well, anyways, uh, before we sign off, uh, just a, another house a little house cleaning. Um, look us up on our socials. You can look us up at Social American Brews and Tunes on Instagram, Twitter, yep. Facebook, whatever. We already gave you our our uh, website, which website. is brewsandtunespodcast.com. We also have American Brews and Tunes at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Send us any emails, any recommendations. Uh, yeah. Next week is another regular format week where we uh, we each review different albums recommended, recommended by the other. Uh, Jesse is listening to, what did I recommend? Uh, Crimson. Crimson by Alkaline Trio, and I'm yep. listening to A Wild, Wild Hunt, Hunt by, by the tallest ta- man on earth. Tallest man on earth. I don't think he's the tallest man on earth. No, that's at least his not name. by his voice. Not by his what? His voice. His voice. Yeah, tallest man doesn't have a oh, voice like probably that. Probably has a very deep voice. You mean? Yeah, he'd be like this. If like if, I imagine, if I met the tallest man on earth, he'd be like this. Oh, I'm the tallest man on earth. Who? Who well, was what about it that Andre we the Giant? Hello, pretty lady. I can't even anybody, go that low. Everybody want a peanut? <laughs> I love that line. Everybody um, want a peanut? I only know Andre the Giant from uh, Princess Bride. Same here. I know he was I, a wrestler. Yeah, he was a wrestler. I didn't watch anything. I knew he pretty much needed a, uh, a keg of beer to get drunk, though. Yeah, it was crazy. It was huge. It was huge. Apparently a very nice man. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. So, uh, let's say that we sign off, finish our beers, and... Uh, Skedaddle. Yeah, and we'll look forward to next week. Yes, we will. And we hope you look forward to next week, too. Yep. (laughs) All right, well, let's uh, give the cheers and finish our beers. Sounds like a plan. Anyways. Anyway. (laughs) Way and ways. (laughs) Shit. So tasty. So tasty. 
Once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. Thanks for joining us on our 50th episode of American Brews Happy and Birthday Podcast. Just like Frosty the Snowman. Frosty. Happy birthday! Oh, yeah. Happy birthday! Till he melted. What was a... That's what he did, right? Yeah, you put it was the, like his birthday. You put the hat on his head, right? And he'd be yeah. like, "Happy birthday!" And then it got too sunny, and then he melted. He died. He died. That's a slow but death. Luckily, luckily, he can be resurrected pretty easily. Yeah. Price of Snowman Resurrection. All right, peace, you guys. <laughs> Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should. Song American.